Hey, you there. Just wanted to let you know you are now listening to the AK Mindset Podcast. Yo, what's going on, people? Daniel here from the AK Mindset, bringing you another episode of the AK Update, episode 22. And I'm here with Rajal today. Say hello to the people, Rajal. What's good, people? Back again, episode 22. Uh, update as usual, vibes, uh, ideas, thoughts. We're just, just going to go with the flow. Mm, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And if you've been here before, you already know, but we're just going to plug the socials. Uh, make sure you are following our podcast on Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter or X at the AK, at AK Mindset, Instagram at the AK Mindset, and also on our TikTok at um, AK Mindset as well. And additionally, if you're on Spotify, you can leave comments. So if you've enjoyed the episode, leave a comment and let us know what you thought and uh, we'll read them out on the next episode, depending on how many we get. But yes, uh, I guess before we get into the episode, how are you doing today, Rajal? How are you? I'm blessed, you know. I'm, I'm very blessed. Uh, end to the week. So you can never complain too much when it's a Friday. You know, obviously, Friday evenings, having this conversation about anime and stuff is always, like I said, just a great way to end and close the week. So yeah, I'm chill. What about you, G? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's been a, it's been a, you know, the the month's felt long, but it's not felt, it's gone quickly. So, you know, so, you know, basically in the last quarter of the year, which is kind of crazy. It's so crazy. It's actually so dumb how quickly this year has kind of just gone past. And like, I can't believe we're coming to the end of summer. You know, like when you're in summer, there's a anxiety about it ending and going into like, the autumn and all of that but then it's also like you know there's a lot of things to look forward to so you kind of also want it to end but you also don't want it to end i'm just, i'm so conflicted at the moment but I'm just, i know i'm gonna miss the weather even though i was complaining prior to this recording about the humidity <laughs> but i just like being able to go out in a just a simple top and some shorts and it just be mm-hmm. so casual i hear it i hear it i i'll i'll I'm a more of a autumn winter guy, but you know, it never hurts having a bit of sun, being able to just, you know, just wear a t-shirt and shorts is very relaxing. Um, but you know, that's how time goes. Time goes. But let's get to the the point of the episode. So I thought we could just start off with um some of our recent watches or read throughs. So since last week we were um Packed and we didn't really get a chance to discuss it so i just wanted to ask uh what's uh what's been some of the things you've been reading or watching recently um so one big thing that i have recently watched undead mother fast and it's kind of odd because this initially didn't spring to you know my attention at the beginning of the summer season it didn't even come up in our summer uh, preview or anything mm. uh, but i had been seeing a couple videos and clips and conversations around this series and just maybe the the darker tone of what i was seeing kind of attracted me to it i was kind of interested in 
the the concept and i do also like the uh i've you know i have a attraction to the animes that are based in that kind of 19th century era like it has a lot of similarities to um the case study of Venitas. Ah, how the feeling, yeah. Bro, I'm looking, it has <laughs> so much similarities to that show. So, like, as soon as... I told you prior to the recording, as soon as I watched the first episode and then the second episode, I, it was the first time I banged out, like, six episodes in a row. Ooh. Just back-to-back. Just back-to-back. And I was... It was so so engaging so interested the character dynamics between the the main protagonists like the way they balance each other out and then they also have a, a third uh lady who's with us who acts as one of the um, one of the individuals made and she just balances out the whole thing and just going on the adventure with them obviously is kind of detective mystery uh it doesn't leave a lot their magic you know it leaves a lot to the imagination so you're always kind of thinking trying to grasp the scenario um you know trying to understand not only what's going on but trying to kind of predict uh what could this lead to what could this be and also you know these type of shows have a lot of kind of exposition and long dialogues when it's like mystery based they do it so well that it's not tedious it's just really refreshing so yeah this oh my days i cannot uh talk any more highly of like my experience of this show so far it's definitely Mm, a sleeper sleeper for the season so i i've been meaning to check it out i've just been delaying but you know with that positive glowing review i find myself with little excuses to postpone this watch but yeah sounds like a really good show yeah, it is. I don't know what it is about animes that are kind of not based in Japan or fictional world that kind of draws me in. Anytime I see like London aesthetic, but like 19th century kind of mm. London aesthetic, there's something about it, how it's done in anime, that is really like engaging and really just like enjoyable to view i don't know why and like the case of veneers when you see that just old school um but they, they, of course that was europe that was france yes sir and you see the addition of you know the classic french elements to it it just it's it's so different isn't it it's so like interesting legit and i think that's what kind of um i think you always need a great atmosphere in anime I think that's a big part of it. When you're able to produce an atmosphere that, you know, you're able to recognise a lot of things, obviously because it's in Europe. And I don't know, it's just, it's like familiar. Mm, I hear that. I hear that. Okay. Okay. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll say some of, um, I'll say the thing that I would like to highlight. So one of the things that I was, I've been recently watching is revolutionary girl utena um it came out like i guess in the 90s it's one of the first magical girl series i've been watching that over the past month and i've just been i'm almost finished with it and it's just been a a 
a very strange journey. Would I say? Would I say it's good? Hard to say because I do enjoy the series. There's a lot of things where I'm just looking at it with a raised eyebrow because some of the things are very questionable. Um, incest. I don't understand the show's <laughs> obsession with incests, and you know, as a as a brother, I don't like how they're trying to distort the brother sister relationship. Um, it's very strange, and then. You have these old men, older men going for these middle school girls, and I'm like, hmm, this is uh, very questionable, but okay. But when you take those elements aside, um, I think the story has been intriguing. I don't really, I don't really know what the big picture is, but we're starting to get some of the questions answered. So uh, I got two episodes left, and we'll see if it sticks to landing. And there's a movie as well. So it's just it's just quite long, but yeah, it's um been a very unique experience. I don't know. It's not a show I would recommend to anyone. I have to I have to <laughs> admit because it's just it's, there's too many questionable things that happen. It's not one of those animes where it's like a first timer could just jump into it and be like, mm, do you know this could be this could spark my journey into anime. It's I feel like it's one of those like you've watched a lot of anime. So you're just trying to, you're interested and intrigued by expanding and reaching out to, you know, different regions of that uh, animation. But it does sound, it, it does sound interested. Uh, how is the, how does it look aesthetically? Is it like traditional for the time it was made in? Yeah, I would say so. I, I think it looks fine, to be honest. I don't think it has aged poorly. It looks uh, pretty, um, like I don't have find anything jarring. Obviously, you know, there's sequences that get repeated because of um, that's just the time it was made and then that's how they decided to do it. But it's not like anything looks horrible. Like some shows I've, I've seen that were made more recently look worse than it, if that makes sense. No, I do hear that. Because especially those kind of, not even, they're obviously low budget, but those uh, animes where they're, created in the like formulaic uh way where they're just trying to you know trying to see if they can catch a wave and get some numbers and make some money but there's not really any care i think obviously like some pieces of that kind of time period for that most or the majority of things were made with some level of um care and some level of you know artists trying to really express themselves creatively mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And um we're just gonna transition and this is a topic which I, I don't really want to talk about, but um since it's uh a hot topic in the community, I felt like it would be a, a miss not to discuss it, even though if you know me, I, I really just I don't really want to engage, but uh are you up to date with um jobless reincarnation? I might be an episode behind. Okay, so what was the last episode you watched? The last episode I watched was episode... 7, I believe. And I think there's 8 out. Uh, I believe I believe you're up to date. Okay, I, I, might, I might be. I might be. I, I'm not 100% sure. But oh, no, think... no, you're right. You're right. You're an episode behind. I'm saying... Did that happen in the most recent episode? 
Uh, well, like one of the things happened in the one that you watched, but like there was some more stuff. So, you know, just the whole thing with the slavery, which people had, um, oh. they were going, they were going uh, crazy about. So I, I guess we'll just talk about it briefly before we move on to um, more interesting things. Yeah, I, I kind of understand the outrage. It was, does it get worse? I'm yeah. asking that question. I should know if it will get worse. This is jobless reincarnation. No comment. Just uh, oh when you watch episode eight, you'll see. Days. Oh my! D- okay, from yeah, the slavery thing is is very wild because obviously, like generally speaking, when people are writing and producing stuff, they have etiquette. So, like. You understand that as, as an aspect of the world they're in, and people are able to accept that because obviously storylines, settings, and environments. So you understand that as plays a part in the world. But when you kind of fixate on it and then use it in a, a interesting manner, that's when it's kind of it's kind of bleaky and jobless. You're already on a thin line in regards to how you operate. I think you should have just stayed clear, super clear of this, because that interaction just... I remember watching it now and feeling I wasn't happy about it, but also it was one of those I wasn't happy about it. What one you are happy about? I was, I was not happy. I didn't, think, I didn't think it was unnecessary, basically. So basically, my guy went out to get a slave to do his figures, his pottery things, his mm. action figures. What kind of nonsense is that? I just felt it was like a unnecessary thing to delve into for that. Like if you're using slavery in a different manner and showing like some sort of kind of reality around it, like a truthful reality. Or, you know, when you, you know, you have to do it in a, in a, you have to have decorum when you're using, using it. You can't just use it like that. Mm. This is going to be, I'm just going to play uh, Angel's Advocate, as they say on HC Pod. Of course, uh, of course. Because we don't deal with Satan and them things there, but. 100%. Why, why does it have to be, why do we have to have decorum? Because this is just how some people would put it. They've, the way they showed it is, um. This is how they have slaves for different things. And this is just how it is in the world. This is how that they get their income in that society. So why why is the portrayal of it, why does it need to be done in a certain way for it to be acceptable? Okay, for me, because for me, I, it, wouldn't, it wasn't never enough for me to be voice any like external displeasure mm. um without being prompted uh, like i even initially forgot about it it's like you reminded me but uh, there's many people who are not like that so the decorum is and just being sensitive is understanding uh, your audience and i would know initially when you're you're creating that the audience is gonna feel some type of way but obviously to some people um any publicity is good publicity mm. and it kind of works inevitably in their favor okay okay yeah i hear that i hear that 
I mean, when I was watching the episode, I definitely felt uncomfortable because I was just like, I think the only, the thing, the main thing for me is like, okay, you've made that suggestion, which is a bit strange. It was more the thing where you've gone in and you disagree without questioning it. And I tried to rationalise it by saying, okay, you've been in the world for 15 years, so maybe you're just used to it, but I still, it was still a bit of a jarring shift. And I think um, maybe that's because of the way the line novel is and it's not translating all the things, but it was still, it was still a distasteful thing. But mm. do I think it was that bad for the outrage that I was hearing about and I was seeing? Um, not really, but I mean, I, I can't really police how people react to things, so I understand that's just um how they felt. So, yeah. How big was the outrage there? Oh, they were doing threads. The author even came out oh to... Oh, my days. Um, well, he didn't really come out to, like, um combat it, but I think, like, they were making articles from his tweets when he was doing commentary on the episode, which he normally does, so... Yeah, it was a it was it was an event to say the least. I won't lie. <laughs> that is so wild. Hey, when people start doing threads, you you know it's serious. I'm telling you, know you. I'm on you Twitter these like... days, so I, I didn't even see it. So <laughs> oh my days! So for you to know about it as exactly. well, just shows you how how much it popped off. Oh my, yeah. I I don't know. Like I just feel like generally speaking, as uh. As any anybody who produces something in this period of time has to have some level of understanding. Like, like even us, like we're producing this pod. It, there's not everything we can just say willy nilly. There's not everything you can just you know. There's some level of like appreciating that viewers and stuff will have to you know consume this and people are not gonna mm-hmm. be happy and people are very reactive in that way even though like in all honesty most of the time there has to be some degree of uh freedom of speech not in a not a free a level not to a level where you know it really infringes on other people's autonomy and freedom and talks down on other people in in a way where people are allowed to kind of establish their opinion and not feel like they have to be attacked but there's some subject lines yeah, we have to just be wary. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But, you know, we'll leave that there. Um, and then we might just speak, not on here, but like off air when you watch 8. Because uh, that's that's the episode where, but yeah, that, that one was worse than... I don't mind you spoiling it. Because uh, I'm not deeply in love with... Okay, so we have, we have kidnapping, uh, you know, sexual assault. Oh my um, days! You know, and uh, and then man, false imprisonment. Yeah, yeah. Oh my! <laughs> the trilogy. Yeah, yeah. So the... it was a mad. It was a mazine. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it it wasn't All in one episode. Yeah, it wasn't great, man. It wasn't great. I was just like, bro, this is just this is horrific. But you know, like I said, well, we move on because. I don't, I don't know, I don't know, because people keep saying about, oh yeah, this is one of the best isekais. Uh, I don't know, if, I don't know if I agree with that. I don't think I do. In fact, I know I don't. But you know, I do have a quick question for you though. Do you think they do it because of the shock value? I don't like. know, man. I feel like I, I just, 
I don't know. I just think anything to do with like that stuff is just really unnecessary. I feel like mm. you can portray shock through different mediums, and I feel like they just do it because they know it's gonna like, um, like people won't take it. Some people don't take it as seriously, and and that's the thing. Like I said, all those three things, but they put in a comedic light, which is the thing that kind of annoys me because I'm like, bro, yeah. this is like, this is a, it's not funny. Like what you're doing, like it's not funny. This is not. This is not like something we should be laughing at. This is serious things that the guy is doing, and then like he doesn't get, he doesn't get reprimanded for it. And mm-hmm. then you're trying to tell me he's supposed to be changing, and I don't know. I don't see any changes so far. I mean, obviously he went through the depression, but it just seems like he's back to doing that stupid um sexual assault BS that he was on in season one, which is kind of disappointing. But oh well, I'm not. That is what it is. No, I hear that. It, the activities that he does takes away from the qualities of many aspects of the show. And it just kind of, I'm like, how confident are you in your story writing or your ability to uh, create a world? So there's so much things that they can uh, really like kind of engage with and, you know, go in dive deeper into rather than the stuff that they kind of choose to it's i have a love-hate relationship with that show and like you said the biggest problem is definitely uh their how they portray certain stuff and uh, like you said they, how they make it comedic how they make it like a throwaway thing that you get over in the next five minutes and now that thing just happened that just happened is seen as not an issue or problem when in reality those are very big very problematic subject matters that you you can't just willy dilly just throw out like that without you know because there's a lot of people watching that and when you your responsibility as a creator and as a writer and in any medium is to educate when it comes to those type of stuff that's when you actually have to it's by force i'm very sorry but you actually have to. So when that's happened, the person has to be reprimanded. There has to be uh, something that comes from the action because then you're just promoting that these things happen and people get away with it, which in reality they do, but that's not how it should be shown. Mm -hmm. That's very very well put. Very well put. And it's true. But, you know, let's move on to more positive things. And before I hand it off to you, I thought... Uh, since we're a decent amount into the summer season and we're both watching this show, uh, I haven't watched today's episode, but what did you think? What have you been thinking about um, Reign of the Seven Spellblades so far? It's funny you just said this. Just before recording, I just uh, finished off the, the last episode. Um, so far, it's very... So I like... I like the relationships that the characters have each with each other especially the the main group and obviously oliver and his like every episode we get more of a reveal that his character and the world he's in separate to everybody else is so much more expansive and wider and like it's not just a story about kids going to a magical school and learning and then going to graduate it's a mixture of the friendship 
revenge plot um mysterious girl with elevated manner and natural ability and charisma and a bunch of teachers who as as we go through we realize maybe not all of them are responsible adults who want the best for everybody but also have their own agendas but any magical world uh wands i like their implementation of swords broomsticks whatever you know i'm involved in that and it's definitely doing a great job to you know currently focus on not only on the you know day-to-day going to school and stuff but the kind of comedic elements some lighter story stories then we have the like real darker elements yeah so i've really i've really been enjoying it i can't lie to you it's it's interesting i don't know how to kind of scale it or rate it i just know that i've enjoyed every episode and i think for anime that's like the best thing you can ever say for it Mm, i praise i praise i i feel like i i agree with you i think i came into this uh show i wasn't really sure what was gonna be happening and uh i feel every week i've been able to enjoy each episode similar to you and i feel the story's going in a direction i wasn't really expecting and also i really dislike the main cast of characters that we've been introduced to you know um Shella, Oliver, mm-hmm. as you said, Nanao, um, Katty, uh, Pete, um, and then the other guy, I forgot his name actually, but um, the farm don with the oh, vegetables. Guy. Yeah, Guy, that's it. <laughs> you see, How's his name Guy? <laughs> you see, with a name like Guy, it's hard for me to remember. But yeah, I like I like all of them. They're all cool. They're lovely. Who's your favourite, though? Ooh, who's my favourite? Uh, probably Shella. I, I don't know. I just like her. She's cool collected she's kind of similar to oliver because she knows yeah. the stuff but she just got that kind of confidence about her which i really like oliver's cool as well but i think shella that's my she's my girl for now i think mine is either oliver or um katty okay uh, i mean katty yeah? <laughs> yeah, she's she's so funny like how she misjudges her own capacity but she's always going to reach out because she wants to do good you know what i mean she actually doesn't care that she's limited in all that some aspects she's going to try her best and i I love that kind of her endeavor and how you know for something she believes in she's just willing to go all out oliver he's just very um very steadfast he's very typical but then mm. he has that added mysterious side where it's like there's stuff nobody knows about there's stuff that he he he's going after there's a there's a bigger picture you know what i mean he has that that darker element to his side i wonder if it's ever going to be exposed to the the rest um of the guys because right now i feel like everybody doesn't suspect that he's anything other than a student who's fairly talented hmm I don't know, man. I feel the, the the Oliver thing is very interesting, you know? Like, yeah, he, yeah. he's got his own faction, basically. It's crazy. <laughs> when I saw people kneeling down to him, I was like, what is happening? Is that you, yeah? <laughs> and it's like, we don't know. Like, like, 
I don't know what to degree what like how he got that you know what I mean I think that's like I want to know I'm so intrigued by how he's in this position was it obviously because obviously we understand like the, the events that took place with his mother and stuff like that was his mother such a special like somebody that he comes from a lineage of uh, or a group that has factions and people who serve them and stuff like that and then or was it because of the murder that he then went out to gain this like definitely because of the murder it's definitely because of the murder he's gone on this path i think i just want to know why they killed her yeah because it seems that she's very because i was thinking because she is one of the holders of the seven blades yeah but they didn't even get the blade though I think that was just a big mess up on their side. Mm. Maybe she did something last minute before she died where she was able to make sure that they keep the blades uh, out of uh, their hands. But that's the only thing that I thought of because that's the only thing that we're made aware of that, you know, of, of importance, of of interest that they would have in her. Like, they haven't really gone into how her ability, how strong she was, and stuff like that. So, that's my thinking. Mm. Okay, I think that's plausible. I'm just, I'm just going to have to wait and see, because I literally have no ideas for this. <laughs> the next episode is good, though. Like, okay. the next, the next, there's some interesting developments. Mm. Okay, I'm excited. I'm going to watch after we finish, but you know, I'm going to hand it off to you before we bring this in to a close. Yeah, so mine is not even real news or anything, but I just wanted to... Um, so, let me start with the, the context. I subscribed to Shonen Jump, you know, I thought it was about time. Uh, but my dilemma is, when this is the kind of flaw with some of these platforms, I, they don't have everything you need. What do you I, mean? I, like... Content wise, okay. content wise. So I was looking at other things. I was like, okay, um, this this non showing jump is on. Um, I think there's another platform that I looked at and downloaded. But I wanted to know, for me, how would we go about pushing the agenda of creating one platform with you know universal accessibility when it has all the content available that is not, you know, illegal. Oof. And is it possible? I don't know. That's the thing. Like, is it possible? That's what I was wondering. Uh, that's that's tough, man. I feel like you'd have to get all the manga to be distribu- distributed under one person. And, like, you'd have to get them to collaborate because all these different people are doing their own platforms. So, like, you have to, to subscribe kind of like how with TV shows, you've got these different platforms which offer different shows. So unless they all decided to band together, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. And I feel like it would be very, very difficult because obviously like they're different. They're in different magazines. And I just mm. think like, I don't know if they see the profit in collaborating with their competitors. I think, and then obviously how do you split it as well? Cause like if you, if you haven't got that many series and then like we're bringing in a hundred people and you're already bringing in like 10 people and then you can't really split the money evenly and then people aren't, aren't going to be happy 
So it's just a lot of things to take into consideration. It would be nice from a consumer point of view, but these men are all about business, so it's a uh, it's a bit tough. No, it's business. It's understandable, like business wise. Uh, but I kind of it hurt so bad because obviously I've been enjoying um, having Shonen Jump now. I think just having accessibility just on my phone reading because when I'm at home, I don't mind just using um, my like my tablet, my Android tablet and stuff, and so surfing. But I, some of the websites that I was using, I, I don't really want to use on my phone. You know what I mean? So the tablet, I don't really care. But my phone, I just didn't want to do that. So having just accessibility. Just be able to, uh, if I'm not reading my book on the bus, I can just flick through a couple um, pages. Uh, and it does have a lot. I'm not going to add to, obviously, the, the basics, the uh, My Hero, Jujutsu Kaisen, Chainsaw, One Piece, One Punch Man. Uh, it's going to make it easier for me to stay in touch with One Piece because that's the one thing I'm always slacking behind. I don't know why I struggle so much recently with reading One Piece. It's like, I know what's happening, but I don't care enough to read it. Like, I will go on a forum and just look at the recent updates and see the events that have taken place. But I wouldn't, as soon as it comes out, I remember when, like, every week, I'll be waiting for the, the early releases on a, a Thursday or Friday. I don't even do that no more. Oh, wow. I don't know why, man. I think I've... I've one piece has become... Game. I feel like I've lost the love for the game, man. I'm not, it doesn't, like, I still love it and still enjoy it, but I'm not running eagerly towards it. I'm just, I'm like, when I get to it, I get to it. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, man, I'm not going to lie to you, I have no more news. It's, this was a <laughs> slow, slow news week. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, man. It's cool, man. Uh, um, mm, let me see. Wait, I, I do want to ask, how did you feel about the, uh the Kampachi uh fight if you saw it. Oh the bleach anime. Yeah yeah I watched it. It was good. I thought it was good man. It was I the only thing like it's just minor nitpicks so I won't even say them but yeah I've, overall, you know, like they they've been doing a great job with the bleach anime. I thought this the Kampachi versus Gremmy was a great episode. Although I, I think the Rukia episode was better for me personally. Oh hundred percent. No, I agree with that. I agree with that. But still great I, to see. So much more emotional, isn't it? Yep, yep. And, uh, you know, I, I guess it's just this, it's just the nature. This was just Kenpachi flexing, whereas with Rukia, I feel <laughs> like you get to see a bit of progression and then you get to see, like, the recognition and then you see her uh, start to reach the, you know, kind of the top tiers in terms of, like, confidence, power, and then, you know, versatility as well. So overall, just... um. A very well put together episode and it looks and sounded stunning yeah it did it did it felt like almost like a poetic episode where it kind of gave you everything you want for uh, a character character development and growth like first understanding the the limits of you know oneself in the moment and seeing how your opponent is better than you but then then exceeding your limits and then fully grasping uh, the full potential of your powers uh, and understanding, you know, your power can can even hold more danger than your enemies at, at some points. 
Uh, but yeah, it was it was elite. I enjoyed that. But also the Compatchy episode, I, I enjoyed that for just the the rawness, the audacity, the just the outrageous manliness of Compatchy, where bro, bro was in a vacuum. <laughs> he was in a vacuum in of space that the guy put in, and man cut through it. No panicking. Uh, he's raw. He made somebody deep their own more, more mortality and think about death. He different. That's him. He's him, man. He's him. Um, but you know, I think that's a good place to call it. Uh, that was episode twenty-two. Another great episode. Thanks, Rajel, for joining me. No, I appreciate. It. I love doing this as always. Mm. And we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace. Thank you.